Hey podcast, uh, the Gary V Challenge. Hashtag Gary V Challenge. That's right, I put out the huge deck. How many pages was that, 270? The, the, the deck I put out on my birthday uh, is out there now and now I'm scared. Why am I scared? Because people love consuming information but they hate doing the things in the information. So we're doing the Gary V Challenge. Hashtag Gary V Challenge. What does that mean? I am now challenging you, my audience, to make content at scale. Use the hashtag Gary V Challenge in Facebook, in Instagram, in Twitter, in LinkedIn so that we can find your stuff and I'm gonna pick some winners in January of the people that have gone out and actually made, making, contextually making, making at scale. Please go do that, go check it out. Looking forward to it, please enter. Doing always is better than reading. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. What is up, podcast listeners, and welcome back for another episode. Today, Gary speaks to the Association of Independence Mortgage Experts and breaks down his high school party rule. There's definitely some gems in this one for those of you that are trying to dominate 2020 on social media. So make sure to hit him up if you have any questions, and I hope you enjoy. I took a liquor store that was doing $3 million a year on $300,000 gross profit before our expenses with no credit line and no VC, and in six, seven years built it to a $60 million business because email and Google AdWords were the right move. If you spent 30 hours, which I think you should if this is your business, on deeply becoming educated how to properly run Facebook ads, not what so many in here have done, which is they've done one little thing with Facebook ads, their niece did it, or some outsourced social media expert did it, or they tried to do it and it didn't work and they decided Facebook ads don't work. You know what else doesn't work? A basketball. If you suck at basketball. Let me make this very simple. This is not unfair or audacious, this is the truth. If you've run Facebook ads and they didn't work, you suck, not Facebook. This is happening. This is happening and so here's where I'm at. In a world where you wanna convince me that I'm better off to go with you than to go to a dot com that is doing a way better job than you marketing, we've got some work to do. Like let's get to, let's get to the elephant in the room. If you're gonna get out-marketed by Rocket and Zebra and Shmibra and Bibra, you're gonna lose. I don't give a shit if you make a shirt that says brokers are better. I'm being serious, that's not a raz. That's not a raz, that's compassion to we need to be consumer-centric. Humans don't care. That's not what customers do. Customers didn't care that the local bookstore had been there for 44 years. They wanted to pay eight bucks less and have the book delivered to their home. Customer doesn't care. You have to understand that. I don't care that you've been doing this for 18 years and have a great relationship. If you get out-communicated, over time you will lose. This is a very simple game. The internet will suffocate everything but the persons and organizations that communicate best and have the best product, right? But the best product is subjective. You don't know that it's the best product until after the fact. On the communication part, you know that Karen showed up in my LinkedIn and I'm in the market for a mortgage and I happen to like what she said in that video. My friends, there's nothing more important right now, period, in our society than to be an unbelievable communicator in a contemporary manner. It is reshaping our societal norms, our politics, our retail, 
everything. How, how can you sit at home and talk to your closest friends and relatives about how this and social media has changed politics, has ruined our children, has done all this stuff and not feel that it can impact your business. That is the compassion I walk in with this morning. What has been the lack, what is the lack of the bridge that has clicked in your mind to make you understand the following, which is this is my fundamental truth. This entire room should be making 30 to 50 pieces of content on the internet every single day. 99% of this room hasn't made 30 to 50 pieces of content this year. That delta scares the crap out of me and I want to continue to articulate in this keynote why and how. Let's go into the how. I think one of the biggest things that's running through my mind is how do I convince this room that yesterday, yesterday, not tomorrow, they need to either start a video show or a podcast that they can then record and then after it's done for an hour, do what I do, which is post-produce it and chop it up into little pieces, which then gets them into a place of being able to make 17 or 20 pieces of content out of a one-hour day. Now, what do you make your podcast? As you guys can imagine, no normal human being thinks mortgage life is rad. We can agree with that. It's not the littiest thing in society. But what I do believe is the following. I do believe that every one of you has the ability to start a podcast that is a small business or community show based on where you live. The St. Louis Business Podcast is a real podcast that anybody here could start. And let me break this down to you why I want to encourage so many of you to start a podcast. I call it the high school party rule. I wanna take you back to high school. Now think about sophomore, junior, senior year and think very carefully about that one kid who wasn't the most popular kid in school but had the great fortune that his parents weren't around on weekends. That kid, as a mid-level popular kid, had the great idea of being the person that threw the party so the popular kids could come and hook up and drink. That kid's popularity exploded over the next year or two. The person that hosts the party has the leverage. If you start the St. Louis Business Podcast Show and then you spend five hours DMing, emailing, and reaching out to all the other business owners in St. Louis and inviting them to be on your podcast named the St. Louis Business Podcast, you, by just taking the initiative, have flipped the leverage and now will have much bigger business owners than you interested on being on your podcast. Through that, you will build general awareness in your region and you will build reputation as a top of the funnel lead gen to what you actually do. The show is about the entrepreneurial or local dynamics the awareness you get from it will allow them to figure out what you do for a living which will lead to biz dev. I believe what I just said is as important as knowing how to balance your checkbook. I believe that in 2020, the ability to be a media company or a content creator for your business is as required as paying your taxes and knowing how to manage your cash flow. 
I also know that the far majority of this room and this world does not agree with me yet. And that's fine, because that's a story of my life. The first talk I ever gave in 1997 was not really a talk, it was a panel with a table about this size in a New Jersey Chamber of Commerce event in Springfield, New Jersey with like 40 people and I sat with another guy who was selling, this is crazy, who was selling Yellow Pages ads and we were debating, I guess, in theory, the value between the Yellow Pages versus the internet. And now, I, this is important. How many people here under 35? Just raise your hands. Kids, listen to me. <laughs> this, is, this is not that long ago. This is 1997. <laughs> listen to me. This is me on a panel only 22 years ago, right? When you were 13 or younger. And I'm sitting debating which is more powerful. The yellow pages or the entire internet. And by a wide margin, I lost the debate to the 40 people listening. But with all the platforms, all the different ways to get messaging out there, like you said, 30 to 50 a day, where can somebody in here start? LinkedIn. Where the big boys are playing, where quick. Here, listen, out. I work with Chase. I, 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 Dan Gilbert's one of my buddies. Like, I'm watching all this. They're big Goliath loses to David every day of the week when David acts like David. You're not gonna outspend those players on Google AdWords and on TV and outdoor media and direct mail. David's gotta act like David. The place where they can't win is you being a human being that's contextual in your general industry or demo and producing an enormous amount of content. I spend my 90% of my life trying to get the biggest companies in the world away from making one video for a million bucks and then spending 10 million of it trying to pound into your heads. Watch this, by show of hands, how many people here now predominantly watch Netflix or Hulu or DVR outside of live sports? Raise your hands. Look at this. Like, the biggest brands in the world are spending billions on TV commercials. Not a human in here watches a television commercial. If, if a commercial's lucky enough to somehow, because you dropped the remote, get to you, if it's lucky enough, somehow, miracle, a commercial's actually getting in front of you, the first thing you do when you know that's happening is you grab your phone and you look down. They're easy to compete with. Take it from somebody who works with them. You just have to do the other part. Yeah, so that's the where, but here's the next question. How, how do you differentiate? How does a local mortgage broker differentiate from you know, those big, bigger players? By talking about basketball, by talking about the pothole on Main Street, by talking about their aunt, by talking about them tripping today, by talking about what they learned today, by admitting that they used to be too salesy and what they learned this week, by talking about their mentor, by talking about their PTA, by talking. Get it. The opportunity is so enormous. I have been marketing successfully now for 20 plus years. I promise you there's never been a better time than right now. This LinkedIn thing for this audience is uncomfortably big. How many people here marketed on Facebook in 2011 to 14 and created Facebook pages and that was a leader to some good business for them? Just raise your hands, just wanna get a sense. So for this very small group, and it was a small execution, but 
obviously for the hands that went up, we remember how good it was. Exactly, and a lot of you in this room know that it happened and it was good and you regret or disappointed that you didn't take advantage of it. I'm standing right here in this room right now telling you that exact phenomenon is happening right now on LinkedIn. Right now, organic reach at scale at numbers I haven't seen since Facebook 2013 and if you have no presence, your first video or written word or audio will work. Please call my bluff. Please just try. It will really work. And once you start understanding how that works, what's really fascinating is what happens next. Because you know, you know what I love about you guys, and I know this about you deeply, is once you see it, then you really get going. Right, it's seeing it. It's, you need a proof point. You need that first closed deal you get from a LinkedIn post. And once you get that blood in the water, there's a lot of sharks in this room. And so I'm just trying to give you a, a boost, a push, a well-articulated debate to why. And at, a, and at the end of the day, let me be very clear here. I could care less if any of you do anything about what I just said. Ironically, it's in my vested interest you don't. These are just one stream. For every post you put, it's more unlikely that I get through to somebody. There's only one stream. If I'm trying to sell wine and you're trying to sell a mortgage and somebody else is trying to sell butter, it's just one stream. Ironically, everything I just talked about, I would be way better off personally, selfishly, for none of you to post. The reason Facebook and Twitter and all these things ebb and flow is eventually the world figures out how much underpriced attention there is and the ads and content go in and then it plateaus. It's no different than real estate. When you're the first person to see a shitty area on the verge of turning and you buy up the land, you make more money than the people that come four years later. It's not super complicated. I'm in the real estate business. I just trade attention, not land. My friends, this is the moment. And let me leave with this because I see there's a lot of questions and I think this will be better for you because a lot of this you can see free online. My friends, the last thing I'll leave you with as you're thinking for a lot of you in this room, this is one big game of self-awareness. You have to figure out how you like to communicate. Not all of you are outrageously handsome and charismatic on film, right? I get it. Some of you are great writers and that's amazing. In a world where we're so focused on video and audio, writing is crushing. You can cr crush by writing great paragraphs and articles on LinkedIn or Facebook or things of that nature. Some of you love the gift of gab, but you're genuinely insecure of how you look. I understand, you don't like to be judged. I, I respect that. A, I'd like to talk about that, but B, then just record it and put out audio files of your thoughts. This is a game of A, do you believe what I just said is true? B, how self-aware of you of what kind of communicator are you? The communication of a human being has been established for hundreds of years. Written, audio, video, and then C, are you willing to put in the work ethic to learn a new skill that is required for you to be successful? The amount of people that are not doing this because they actually don't want to put in the work for 50 hours to learn it is fascinating to me. Thanks guys for listening. Please, please, please share the podcast and make sure you've subscribed because a bunch of you aren't subscribed and more importantly, a bunch of you listen every day and haven't told your friends it's the best podcast in the world. I'm watching. <laughs> Have a great day.